Welcome to the Goddess Talk Podcast, a platform inspiring visionary, spiritual women to remember their power, rise into their soul purpose, and activate their most fulfilling, abundant lives. Join me and my guests for conversations around spirituality, self-development, wellness, women's empowerment, and intentional, intuitive business. Thank you so much for being with me, and let's begin. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Goddess Talk podcast. I hope that you are all doing so well and having a beautiful week wherever you are in the world and whenever you're listening to this. Today, I'm coming at you with a solo episode talking about shifting from fear to love. This has been one of the biggest shifts that I have made and continue to make every day really every moment of every day in my life. And it is something that I've been wanting to share with you all since starting the podcast. And I'm so excited to bring this to you today. Shifting from fear to love is really the basis of 5D consciousness, which is something that I'm going to save for a future episode. So let me know if you would like to hear more about 5D consciousness and how to ascend from 3D to 4D and eventually to 5D and I would be more than happy to do an entire episode on that. But essentially what I really want to get across to you all today is that at its core every decision we make is either love or fear and every situation that we find ourselves in in this lifetime can either be perceived from love or fear. And I'm going to talk to you today about the power of choosing love always and shifting from what's often our natural state of fear into love. So I'm going to kind of explain what it means to shift and why some of us um, feel really stuck in fear. And then I'm going to kind of go through my process for creating the shift in your life on a daily basis, on a moment-to-moment basis. And then I'm going to end by giving you guys some examples of me actually using this method and making the shift in my real life. Because I think it's helpful for you guys to see the method actually applied to situations because sometimes fear is really sneaky And it can be hard to always know when fear is coming up. We can actually be um, kind of misled by our minds, especially, actually, I've noticed the more spiritually open and connected we become, sometimes fear actually gets sneakier and sneakier. So it's, it can be really easy to say like, oh, I never choose fear anymore. I've been, you know, on this spiritual path for a really long time now. I'm, I'm way beyond that. But sometimes if we're really being honest with ourselves and really looking, we are choosing fear all the time. We're just not aware of it because it's gotten sneakier and more subtle. So let's talk about why fear is our default state. So as humans, there are actually a lot of biological reasons that fear is our default. But it's important to know that we're not just human. We're spiritual and energetic beings only having a human experience for a brief time. So 
because of that, we really have the power to transcend the limitations of the human experience and choose so much more. Um, And when we choose love, we open ourselves up to so much more. So when we choose fear, we are aligning with our ego and with survival. So it's an extremely extremely limited choice. We are kind of in the space where we believe that our future can only be as good as our past was. Like, it's, it's almost like the ego only knows what it knows. So your ego is always creating your future based on what's been possible for you in the past. So it's extremely limiting in that sense. We believe that we are separate from others in this space. And we cling to our separateness because it's the only thing that gives us a sense of validation and worthiness. When we can feel separate from others we can find a way to make ourselves feel superficially superior to them right and our ego thrives on that and then physically we feel stiff we feel constricted we feel force we feel attachment we feel pain and anxiety and we create a lot of problems for ourselves by relying on our own strength versus being in that beautiful co-creative space with pure source, with the universe, with spirit. So on the flip side, when we choose love, we align instead not with ego or survival, we align with pure source, with abundance, with our higher selves. We connect more with others because we dissolve our illusion of separateness. We open ourselves up to the energy of receptivity and therefore we attract better results and we just feel so much better. There's an openness, there's a freedom in the body, there's a flow in the body, there's ease, there's pleasure, there's joy, there's peace when we choose love. And this can happen very instantaneously. We can create instant freedom for ourselves when we choose love because we no longer feel like victims to our life, to our circumstances. We can instantly open ourselves up to spiritual solutions. I actually heard something the other day that I think really illustrates the difference between choosing love and fear. So if you imagine that you're standing in a house and you look up at the ceiling if you're choosing from fear, if you're, choo- if you're you know, aligning with the ego, you would look up at the ceiling and say, huh, well, I guess that's, you know, I guess that's the sky. I guess that's the limit because that's all I can see. That's all that's tangible. And that's exactly what the ego knows. It knows what it can see. It knows what it's experienced in the past. It's no, it knows what's tangible or physical. But in reality, the sky is not even close to all that's out there. I mean, beyond, or sorry, The ceiling is not even close. The ceiling of the house that you're standing in is not even close to all that's out there. Beyond the ceiling, there's the earth, the sky. Beyond that, there's the entire universe. Like there's so much more. But because we're relying on physical, we really limit ourselves. So if you were moving from love, you would know that, you know, the answer is the universe, not the ceiling of the house that you're standing in. So I want to walk you through the method that I take myself through to, you know, when I notice that a lot of fear is coming up, when I notice I'm playing small, when I can feel that constriction, desperation, lack coming on, and how I can really quickly 
and effortlessly and fearlessly shift into a space of love. And then we'll go through some examples. So the first thing I would say is just starting to turn on your awareness. So a lot of us are choosing fear all the time, all day long, and we're not even conscious or aware that we're doing this. And it can be in the smallest ways, like, okay, what am I going to eat for breakfast? Um, you know, choosing fear would be something that probably isn't going to really serve you to super big decisions. Like, what am I going to do for my, you know, for my job or, you know, who am I going to choose for my romantic partner? Like a lot of us are choosing from fear all the time, completely oblivious to this. So the first thing I would encourage you to do is just to really slow down, turn on your awareness. So whatever that looks like for you, whether that is, you know, literally just slowing down, doing less in your day, moving through your day with more intention, slower, whether it's spending more time in nature, meditating, moving, doing yoga, breathing, um, and you can play around and try. I feel like a lot of the people that are listening and that are in my audience are already pretty good at this. So if you're listening, that's probably you, like you probably already are pretty aware and tapped in. Um, but still give yourself the space to play around and see what works and, um, you know, start doing some practices that you're called to, to strengthen your awareness. So that's the first thing. And then as you're starting to become more and more aware of just the thoughts that you think, how you physically feel in your body, um, start to notice when you are stuck in fear when you're stuck in negativity when you're stuck in scarcity or stress nervousness anxiety that constricted um space where there's this desire for you to control and force um or where you you really feel like your survival mechanisms are all turned on like maybe you're even in that fight or flight space so start by just observing that like wow there's a lot of fear here wow there's a lot of scarcity. I feel really broke right now. I feel really out of control with money. There's a lot of negativity. Like I feel really pissed at myself or this person, or I just feel like my life sucks. Like just notice it, observe it, and then lovingly call yourself out. So just, you know, hey, you know, you can even put your hands on your heart because it's not just going to be the thoughts that you're thinking, but it's in your body too. This is a This is an experience that your entire being feels. So put your hands on your heart. You can put one hand on your heart and one hand on your belly too if that feels good. Feel into your breath. Feel into this discomfort and just, you know, call yourself out. Admit what's going on. Okay, I'm stuck in fear. I am existing in scarcity and negativity. And I, I honor that. I choose to meet myself where I am. I choose to be here now. And then... The next step is to really seek to understand. So just asking yourself, like, why do I feel scared? What am I avoiding here? Um, And how can I forgive myself for this? Um, How can I see myself with compassion rather than judgment here? And just allow myself to be scared for a moment and, um, you know, just honor what's coming up for me. And especially as you're just... um, being introduced to this, it might be really helpful to get out a journal and write this down, but eventually this should be something that you can just do really on the spot, especially for more minor like day-to-day decisions or um, experiences that you're facing. But even for me, like I still will go into my journal, especially if it's a more 
um, you know, high stakes decision that I'm making or just intense experience, I'll go into my journal and, and literally go through this method. So, okay, so the next step is choose again and shift into love. So just ask yourself, like, what would love choose in this moment? What would feel better? How can I lean on faith and trust? How can I lean on love? How can I lean towards peace and freedom? Put your hands on your heart again and let the positive shift, let this goodness integrate into every cell of your being. Okay, so that's the process. And I know especially if this is a really new concept to you, that might seem like, okay, that, you know, that's really different than what I'm doing. Like, how do I actually bring this into my life? So I want to walk you through some examples of how um, fear might come up for you and then what it would look like to choose love. And I want to preface as well by just saying that what was love one day might be completely different the next day. Know that every day is going to look a little bit different. Moment to moment, this is going to look different. Um, so it's really about trusting your own intelligence, your own wisdom, dropping out of ego, out of logic, and into your body, into soul, and making your decisions from that space. And that's why when I talked about... Um, the method that I use, I really encourage you to put your hands on your body, put your hands on your heart and feel into your body and into your soul. Okay, so some examples. So the first example that I have is your current life situation. So maybe you're single, maybe you have, maybe you're single and you really are seeking love, you're really seeking a relationship. Maybe you have a health problem, maybe you're struggling to make money, you're feeling really out of control with money, um, you're feeling really scarce with money, whatever it may be, how can I choose to see this current situation with love versus fear and resistance? What would it take for me to shift into love now, to feel good now, despite what my life looks like? What might life be trying to teach me? What might the universe be trying to teach me? And how can I trust that I'm meant to be here now? And I'll be the first to say this takes a lot of faith. It takes a lot of strength. And the example that I will share is being in college a few years back and um, having some health problems that basically sprung out of nowhere and looking back, it's really clear to see that stress had a huge relationship with that, um, with that illness and with those health problems coming up. But at the time, it just didn't make any sense. It truly felt like it came out of nowhere. And I spent a lot of time being really frustrated, really angry, feeling like a total victim, feeling completely isolated and disconnected from other people who were like young and healthy and careless and just living their college life. Meanwhile, I was struggling. Um, but eventually I started to look at it in a new way. I just I couldn't look at it with the resistance that I felt anymore. And I had to shift my pers perspective. So before any of the symptoms cleared up, I started to see the situation with love. I started to see that me having this experience really gave me the permission to slow down. 
And I really needed that permission because I was flying by the seat of my pants. Like I was going, going, going and pushing and trying and achieving so much during my college experience. I really needed something to slow me down. And it really deepened the relationship that I had with myself. It allowed me to see myself with more love and compassion. It allowed me to just spend more time with myself and get to know myself. I started to enjoy new recipes and explore how to nourish myself through nutrition and food. Um, I, you know, was able to deepen my spiritual faith. I, I, I got to a space where I could no longer rely on my own strength to get me out of the sickness. I had to rely on something bigger. Um, And now looking back, I see even more that like without that experience, my life would look completely different. I really needed something to show up in my life to break a cycle um, and a trajectory that would not have served my highest good in the long run. So because of that experience, I ended up like shifting into um, a different emphasis with my degree that I was studying at the time like I shifted my career path as a result of that like that's a huge reason that now I'm working for myself and decided not to go into corporate life because I knew that for my highest well-being I needed to work for myself I needed to be able to live a lifestyle that wasn't as stressful and fast-paced and so now I see that it was the biggest gift and contribution to me. So, but even before, like now, yes, that, that health problem has shifted a lot. So it's easier for me to look back and see why that served me. But even in the moment I was able to shift and at least lean towards love. That's the main key. Just lean towards love as much as you can, even in the most dire, tricky, difficult situations. Okay, the next one is judgment so before you make a judgment on someone or as soon as you catch yourself doing that the shift here is from separation to oneness so i'm gonna share an example that came up for me fairly recently um full transparency this still comes up for me all the time the 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 purpose here is not to completely eradicate judgment or to completely eradicate fear, but it's just quickly shifting out of it, quickly shifting towards love. That's the key. So I'll keep the story short, but basically there was a woman who has a very similar career to me. She's also She also does life and business coaching, and I actually really like this woman. I really like following along with her. Um, I'm really inspired by her and we're very similar. But um, recently I was looking at her Instagram stories and um, there was a day where like the whole day she was posting about um, her makeup and like all her designer makeup products, like every single product was just this like super bougie luxury makeup product. And then she was sharing like her outfit and it was all like crazy designer outfit, like head to toe, just like cashmere, leather, like everything imaginable designer. Um, And then like just her perfectly manicured everything, her new car that she just bought, like everything was just as flashy and luxury as possible. And my mind went to, oh my gosh, like how obnoxious is this? Like you know, it's one thing to like do this a little bit, but she's just, you know, going way too extreme. Like this is obnoxious. And the big thing that was triggering triggering me was, 
you know, there's nothing even, um, there's no service behind this. Like, it's not like she's helping someone and just showing the stuff in the background. Like, she's just showing this to show it and be flashy. Okay, that was the moment that I caught myself, right? And that's what's important, that you catch yourself in the moment. So in that moment, I realized, wow, like, there's a lot of judgment that's coming up in me. I'm feeling triggered. Why is this? And right away... I chose to see her in the same light and eyes that I would see myself. I chose to see her as me and me as her. And as I did that, I realized that, hey, like this is just her expressing herself. These are things that she enjoys. We all love beautiful things. We all love to enjoy ourselves. And that's just her expressing herself and enjoying her life. And in terms of the service piece, like, oh, she's just doing this. It's not even helping anyone. It's of no service. I started to see, hey, actually, this is a service. By her showing what she's created in her life, she's inspiring so many. And I do that all the time. I love to inspire other people. I love to be of service by showing other people what's possible through through the lens of what's been possible for my life. And instantly I transmuted so much of the judgment I felt. And I started to see how things that I was judging in her are things that often I myself do. I love showing beautiful parts of my life. I love showing fashion. I love fashion and I show pictures of my clothes all the time. I love um, plants and I show pictures of all my fancy plants that I have. And I love interior design and I show my apartment and beautiful pieces that I buy for my apartment. And none of that is to make anyone feel lack. It's to inspire, it's to share beauty, it's to express myself and to create. And it is service because, again, it's showing people what's possible for them. It's just enjoyable for us all. And it makes me feel joy. And whenever I feel joy, I know that I'm contributing to other people. So instantly I was like, wow, we're all, we're the same. Like, and again, that judgment was instantly lifted. And I started to actually appreciate like, wow, I'm actually really glad that she shared this. So The next time that you feel judgment coming on, I encourage you to make a similar shift. Judgment is one of the areas that it can be like, (gasps) wow, that feels really like icky to let go of because our ego really thrives on judgment. But I encourage you to try. There is so much freedom available when you do. Okay, let's see. I'm going to go through a couple more examples. So... Let's see. Let's see. Okay. I think I'm going to do two more examples. I have a little list, but I think I'm going to do two. So I have had, especially during the quarantine experience, there have been a couple days where, well, being in the quarantine experience and working for myself, there's been a couple days where I like wake up and feel a little bit tired or lazy or uninspired and don't feel like working or doing anything. Um, And I'm like, maybe I can just sleep in a little bit longer. Maybe I'll just take like a personal day and not do anything. Maybe I'll just run away and hide. Um, And then in those moments, I have to make a choice. Okay, is this love or fear? Is there something that I'm avoiding by wanting to stay in bed and sleep? Um, Is there something that I'm afraid of that I don't want to face today? And is it serving, is it in, in 
the highest good for all. If I stay in bed and sleep, or if I wake up, choose to show up, choose to share my message, choose to share my services, choose to share me, choose to you know, use my voice today, choose to create today, choose to help others today. Like what is the highest good for all? And often it was the latter. It was like, I need to wake up. I need to show up, even though it feels uncomfortable. And there's a few things that I'm afraid of, or I just feel uninspired. I don't, um, I just quite frankly don't want to. I know that This is of the highest good for all. I'm going to get through the day and be so glad that I did this. I'm going to be able to help and serve others. And by me helping and serving others, that creates a ripple effect and serves and helps even more people as they share with their family, their friends, their peers, their coworkers, whomever. So it's really about just, again, tuning in asking your higher self, asking your soul, what is really required of me today to be of love and service? Am I in fear or am I in love and how can I lean towards love? And again, also honoring that each day that might look different. I want to point out too that although most days choosing love was me waking up and showing up and being of service, there have been a couple days where it was like, no, I, I really need to rest and recharge and nourish and have compassion for myself and just rejuvenate and be, you know, a little bit quieter into myself. And, you know, I need to be the student today. I, um, I need to take in rather than put out and create content and share. You know what I mean? So it's really about honoring the ebb and flow of life, dropping the resistance and embracing what is in that moment and in that day. Okay, the last one I'm going to share is choosing love when you're about to play small or when you've caught yourself playing small, okay? So um, but I'm sharing a lot, you guys. I'm feeling a little bit vulnerable sharing, but I think that this will really help. So when I say playing small, I mean like, you know, not showing up for your desires, holding yourself back, um, yeah, just not moving outside of your uh, of what's familiar and comfortable. Um, but playing small is always fear. Playing big, taking up space, sharing your message, utilizing your gifts, helping others, showing up for your soul-aligned work, showing up for life is always, always, always a contribution to us all. It is always love. Love is always playing big. So, yeah, if you're listening to this, I really want you to take that in. Do not play small. It is never helping anyone. It's never a service or contribution to anyone for you to shrink yourself and play small. It is always love for you to play big. Okay, just wanted to emphasize that point for anyone who may have needed to hear that a couple times. So my example here is um, you guys probably saw and heard me um, talking about Begin a couple weeks back. I was launching that program and during my, well, let me start by saying that money and selling has definitely been a journey for me. It's been a journey that I've come a very long way in, but there's certainly still um, 
you know, it's still a journey and there's still growth and there's always an up level available. Um, but selling especially was something that I had a lot of resistance towards. I really had a lot of um, judgment around and a lot of fear around and didn't want to offend anyone or piss anyone off or annoy anyone with selling. And I've really been able to shift into seeing selling as a service, selling as a contribution, um, selling as spiritual. But during my launch, I was really selling at a you know, bigger rate than I do just day to day in my business. Like I was selling every single day nearly. Um, and I was tempted during that period to like, okay, I've been selling a lot. I've been talking a lot about this. Like, let's pull back a little bit. Let's just, you know, give, give it a rest. Let's, you know, take a break from selling, like whatever. And at first I was like, yeah, 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 let's do it. That sounds good. You know, you know, just take it easy for a moment. But then I realized why would I do that? Like if I truly see selling as spiritual, if I truly view my program as a deep transformation, a deep offering to others, why would I ever take a break from selling? Like I want this program to reach everyone that needs it. I want this program to be out into the world. I don't want anyone, I, would, I don't want there to be a chance that anyone could miss this. So why would I ever pull back the reins? There's nothing wrong with selling. Um, and so I shifted that day, those couple days, and I said, okay, like this is, this is the work that's needed of me. I have to show up. I have to continue selling. Like every day during this period, I'm going to sell. And I'm not going to feel wrong for that. I'm not going to feel bad for that. I, I know that this is love. I know that my program is love and it needs to reach as many people as it could possibly help. And I'm here for it. I'm here to take up space. I'm not here to apologize for this. I'm not here to shrink into myself and run away and hide after I've sold three times or four times or five or whatever feels like too much. I'm not available for that anymore. I'm showing up for what I know is true and what I know is love. Okay, so that's kind of an example too of like how it can be really sneaky. Like, oh, well, you know, selling isn't spiritual. Like it can really draw on those old, beliefs, stories, old wounds that we have experienced or that we used to survive in and make you um, tempt and be te it can be tempting to bring those into the present experience. So I would just encourage you again to really, again, get quiet, observe yourself and really dig in, dip in and see if you can look at the situation from every single perspective and be sure that you're in love versus fear. And if you're not, that you get to love instead of fear. Um, okay, so I also wanted to say too that another big area that this comes up is in relationships, whether that's with friends or with partners, with coworkers, whatever. Um, this can come up a lot. I don't want to give an example for this because in episode 18... That I, I believe it was 18. That was the one that I did on conscious relationships with Alejandro, my boyfriend. We talked a lot about this. So if you are curious how to shift from fear to love in relationships, then go check out that episode um, for that. So again, I just wanted to wrap up by reminding you again that these can change every day and every moment. What was love yesterday could be fear today. So be willing to ride the flow that is life 
and don't be like, okay, well, you know, that one, you know, the, I, I decided one time that it was love to do this. So that's you know, going to be true indefinitely because that's definitely not the case. It's always going to be a flow. It's always going to be an ebb and flow. Um, and again, I just wanted to emphasize the importance of really trusting yourself and looking for the answer within because you always know what's love and fear. Your intuition, your higher self always knows what is love and what is fear. You just have to be willing to get honest about um, what choices are and are not in alignment with love. Be willing to shift. And again, the key is just to drop out of ego and into soul. And I also just wanted to say that it's important not to be hard on yourself, especially if this is kind of a new concept for you. Don't show up to this situation with more fear um, and judgment and scarcity and lack and um, you know lack of compassion for yourself. Show up to this experience with love, right? So I think I'm going to leave it there for today. I really hope that this episode supported you and that it was enjoyable for you. As always, I am sending all of you so much love. I appreciate every single one of you. If you liked this episode, please consider giving the show a five-star rating and review if you feel called. And I also really have been loving you guys sharing the show in your story. It's so fun to see that, especially when you guys leave like your biggest takeaways from the episode in your story share. I love seeing that. Um, And of course, it helps the show grow. So if you feel called or inspired to share your stories, would deeply appreciate you doing that and of course I will always repost you so that more people can find you and your work as well if you guys need anything or want to talk more about this experience of shifting from fear to love then do not hesitate to reach out to me I love talking about this and I would love to support you further so feel free to just send me a message and we can just talk about it let me know where you're at let me know if you have questions or let me know if you try it and you have a really big breakthrough or um, gain some new clarity or are able to transmute some of your negative experience Okay, my loves, thank you so much for being with me today. I hope that you all have a beautiful rest of your week and I'm sending you so much love. Thank you so much for being with me today and listening to the Goddess Talk podcast. If you like these episodes, I would deeply appreciate you subscribing and leaving a five-star review. You can come and visit me online at goddessbrandco.com or connect with me on Instagram at I am Kristen Lynch. Sending so much love and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.